Welcome back to Trade Wins. I'm Robin van Pernbroek, your host, and my guest today is Kare Ulnisa Sher from India. So, Kare, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robin. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. Well, uh, so Care is also a board member of the World Trade Centers Association and, and, and a very avid supporter of the World Trade Center concept. She, right, Care, you, you're involved with multiple licenses, World Trade Centers in, in India. But before we talk a bit more about the World Trade Centers, tell us a bit more about yourself. Like, what do you want people to know? What would you like people to know about, about you, about Care? Who's the person behind the resume that we, we find online? Thanks, Robert. I'm a very simple person. I belong to Kashmir, a small city of India, and uh, from a Muslim conservative family. To be where I am representing India on the global stage of the World Trade Center, it's a great achievement. I, I, I mean, my friends and my family, everybody have been very, very supportive. This journey has not been easy. Considering that I left Kashmir at the age of 15 when my father was kidnapped and we moved from Kashmir to, in, to Delhi and from Delhi to Singapore, uh, from Singapore to US to Dubai and ultimately we got settled in Dubai and uh, always wanted to come back to India, always wanted to come back, to go back to Kashmir and start our business once again. So that's uh, how my journey of international experience from a small town of Kashmir, started international. Yeah, so, so you went back to India then, uh, you said from, from Delhi. So how did you find the World Trade Center, the, the concept? How did that, that happen? I got married and that's what brought me back to India. I got married to an Indian who was settled in India doing business. Uh, so that brought me to India. But incidentally, I went, I came into real estate. When I started work in India, I went into real estate. And it so happened, 9-11 had, had just happened, World Trade Center, and I saw World Trade Center Mumbai. That was the first World Trade Center we had in India. And after that, in 1995, we, I believe we had World Trade Center Bangalore. So there were two World Trade Centers, and I got very excited because I had a project in, in a Delhi NCR, which was, which according to me, was a very beautiful mixed-use development, huge in size and had all the ingredients that I knew of World Trade Center. Whenever I was in World Trade Center, whenever I was in New York or was in Dubai, I had seen World Trade Center Dubai and what World Trade Center Dubai had done for Dubai. So I was very excited that uh, if, if we could get World Trade Center for this project in Delhi NCR, incidentally, which is WTC Noida, that we could create a destination and we could create an impact. So that is how um, in, uh, I got introduced to World Trade Center from Mumbai and World Trade Center Bangalore. And uh, I got in touch with Robert Frur, who was who at that time was in charge of businesses and members. And he and Scott Wang actually took me through and helped me, helped my journey in the World Trade Center. So World Trade Center, 2016. 2016, so that's quite the journey. And how, how it was... 2013, actually, when we got the license in 2016, we launched it. You know, it actually came live with the million square feet and that million square feet was taken by Vivo, the first electronic uh, mobile company which, had in, which invested in India. That's, that's a, a, a massive project. So in all those years, the world has changed, of course, and things have, uh, technology is becoming more and more obviously important in all the things we do. How has 
your experience with the World Trade Center brands, how has it changed in those, in those six or even, even nine years? It's been an amazing journey, Robin. You know, I, I represent a, a partner of World Trade Center, which owns 13 licenses and the, which is Viridian. So Viridian has, I would, I would call them a maverick in the World Trade Center fraternity because they actually disrupted a lot of things. 13 licenses, they wanted to have an hub and spoke model because they were looking at a market reach of one third of Indian MSMEs. At the same time, they, they created a services which was on the pillars of access to money, access to market and access to mentors. So they created a services arm which, were very in, which was very independent in itself and uh, with, with, with their own profit and loss. But at the same time, providing services to the World Trade Center centers. And the World Trade Centers that they designed were more from a hub perspective. So humans, people were the core of their design element. So our World Trade Centers are like market hubs. So from from a real estate perspective, we don't call them real estate. We call them trade infrastructure. Then these, this trade infrastructure is actually serviced by other companies. So we are very, very collaborative in nature. We don't duplicate. We, we collaborate with various partners who help us in scaling up, in reaching out the market. But it is access to money, access to market and access to mentors. That is being the principle that we have followed for the World Trade Center. And I, this principle has actually seen us in this night. This journey has been a nine-year journey now for us, and it's been very successful. And the success comes from the fact that the World Trade Center Noida started as 2.1 million square feet. Now it is a 5 million square feet and 5,000 acres, which have been dedicated by the government as mocks. It was inaugurated by the prime minister of the country, you know, as an electronic city. So that's a great achievement for us. We've got 50,000 people working already from World Trade Center Noida, and it's not complete as yet because it's only 2.1 million square feet, which is ready out of the 5 million and uh, uh, 100% occupied, at least from day one. Similarly, World Trade Center Gift City, 1.5 million square feet in first phase. 6 million square feet in different phases coming. We started with 1.5, but now it's 6 million square feet. And we've got, already got uh, 100% lease already, you know, three towers ready and three towers completely leased out. It's a great story for us. It is a great story indeed. And as you mentioned, so it's all a matter of to be successful, have access to to capital and, and all that, but also access to mentors. So in, in your, in, in your experience, you mentioned it wasn't uh, always easy, which I can, I can, of course, imagine also as, as being a, a, you know, successful women entrepreneur, what were the challenges? Like what, what, what were the roadblocks, the challenges that you, you encountered? Can you share, share some, some of those experiences? The first and the foremost was the knowledge about World Trade Center in the country. I mean, the new World Trade Center was a very well-recognized brand. But they did not know what this brand did or what the possibilities with this brand were. They did not know that. So that awareness, that creation of that awareness was a huge task. Getting the government to actually start working with us, you know, not looking at us as a real estate developer, but as a not-for-profit organization, which created this real estate as a market hub 
for them to actually trust us and to start working with us, have, including us in policy advocacy. And the proof of the icing is, I mean, I mean, I, I think the cherry on the cake for us was when we started WTC Gift City, at that time, the Prime Minister of India, today's Prime Minister, was the Chief Minister of Gujarat. And he wanted World Trade Center there because he was so familiar with World Trade Center in Gift City. He actually helped create a committee which was headed by the Chief Minister and which is still existing, which was uh, headed by the Chief Minister. In his absence, the additional Chief Secretary and had all the chambers, all the stakeholders of the trade, the, cha- the Gujarat Chamber of Commerce, the Credi, PICI, CIA, all the Apex and Ministry of Commerce, the government departments like Science and Technology, the Startup or Gujarat Startup Committee, GESIA, which is the, the IT and the ITS Association. And the name of the committee, you would be surprised, is the committee which is named as this for the success of the WTC gift city. <laughs> that is very interesting. Very innovative. <laughs> very innovative indeed. So Leaves nothing to imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But uh, I, I like your description as sort of those trade hubs. We we, uh, we also like to talk about uh, World Trade Center as, uh, as real beehives of, of economic activity so that this is where all of this comes together. But so so now that you have all this infrastructure, these operations, uh, maybe just a, a few comments on India has been very hard hit by COVID as well. Uh, like many, many other countries in the world. So, so how's the situation now with COVID and what was the impact on the business environments? Because India, of course, is a major trading partner with many countries around the world. So how, how is that, how's COVID now and how has it impacted the sort of the, the trade relations and doing business uh, abroad? COVID has impacted everybody and India was no different. It hit us because we realized that there is a lot of capacity building that which we require. We were actually rising on and very bullish about the economy because third largest economy in the world, a very growing startup hub in, in the in the world economy. Lots of, I mean, number three in terms of the millionaires, the number of millionaires. and But COVID actually made us realize that we were not prepared for disruption or such calamities or black swan conditions. So that was the downside. We lost a lot of lives. In fact, World Trade Center, um, the, our community also suffered a lot of loss of lives and family members, loss of their family members. So, but at the same time, what we uh, realized that India is very resilient. We are very resilient. We have started building up our capacities, our regional and local capacities, and we're concentrating on that. The government has actually come up with an, you know, with an initiative of Atmanirbar, which means self-reliance. And it is doing everything that is possible for the MSMEs that in every sector under Make in India, that is the 25 sectors under Make in India, we, India becomes capable and self-reliant in itself. And the policies and everything are actually conducive to that. Mm. We've seen the globally, we're also seeing the war, the impact of the war of Russia and Ukraine. Is having we've we've had some st- some trouble with our neighbors like China and Pakistan. Uh, a lot of trade which w- used to happen between China and with Pakistan, we've stopped trade with Pakistan per se. But with China, we still do have that. But we are not trading as much as we were previously. 
the investments which were coming from China earlier were much more, but now we've actually kept some checks and balances for the investments which are coming from China. So we're not that open for investments from China to come in. But at the, currently, we're seeing a huge demand for food and agriculture, agriculture products because of the war between Russia and Ukraine. The, locally, between the countries, the neighboring countries, which we call the SARC countries, there's a huge demand for wheat and food material, uh, food grains, which is happening. Yeah, there's definitely a major impact everywhere in, in, in the world. And so I just wanted to come back to the notion of technology uh, with the gift city. And also you mentioned the importance of, of self-reliance and, and small and medium enterprises. So as you know, we've also at the association rolled out an, an, an artificial intelligence powered sort of business to business networking functionality. So how, like, how, how important can this be, you think, as a tool not to replace in-person contacts and in-person uh, interactions, but sort of in, in complement of, of those interactions. So how do you, how do you think uh, tools like this, where, you know, we, we try to focus on just cost and time efficiencies, uh, just to get, find new ways to, to, to connect people, especially when you look at small, medium enterprises that they have often more limited resources to, to travel or to, to, to find places to, to meet other prospects and business partners. So what, what's your thought on, on this concept, on, on the technology, the role of technology in this matchmaking, in this, in this business development? See, Robert, we cannot deny that the role that technology is going to play in terms of connecting. I mean, it is going to shorten and shorten the, the bridge and the connections between between people, between businesses. We're living in a borderless world right now. I mean, thanks to technology and internet, I believe that it is a good use of our network, this technology. And fortunately, COVID, the pandemic, you, you know, has actually made a lot of people who were averse to such technology has made it more usable and mobile. So there's a lot of mobility that we see. And I see in India, because of the rise of smartphones, the, the, we've got almost 80% uh, penetration of smartphones in India. And thanks to initiatives like Digital India and Startup India, we see even the fruit vendor, a small fruit vendor who's actually at the lowest level of the pyramid, you know, the business pyramid has actually got access to uh, the digital technology and use of digital technology, even cashless payment, even to the level of cashless payment. So the usage of AI technology or matchmaking and for connections is immense. And we see that, that it, in times to come, it is going to be bigger and bigger. And India, of course, was, was one of the, if not the first country that also started using a more cashless society yeah. right with with those those electronic payments uh, which, the demonetization which we actually came up with that yeah. actually accelerated the use of the cashless technology payment yeah. Yeah. So, you so have that your own atm you know just like you have we have g google pay we have an in indian made like paytm and phone pay so which which has a huge penetration in the indian households and uh, Technology is really in, in, embedded in everything we do, of course, but it's also incredible because of the, the, the size, of course, of India, the population that, that, uh, that adoption of technology is, 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 is so, so strong and at every, at every level. And most like COVID also, do you think accelerated that process or was it something that in India was, yeah. 
It did. It did. So for India, see, the acceleration happened because of the demonetization. It happened due to COVID. It accelerated. Both of these factors accelerated the use of digital technology. I think it's fascinating, this demonetization, because, of course, even in, you know, in the U.S., many people you know, don't use cash anymore either, but it's, 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 it's still very, you know, a cash-driven uh, still society. It's very different than, than just going all in with demonetization, right? So I think it's a very interesting in- initiative that, that I don't think is well-known outside. So we're curious to see how that further develops, because if that becomes a real success, then uh, that's, that's definitely something that will be that was a very interesting move which our prime minister actually came up with the demonetization overnight the, there were certain currencies which were actually replaced and the new currencies actually came into being in addition there was the gst which is like one text across so just one text across india so which was considering that india is a very diversified country and coming up with such two such important and very aggressive, disruptive policies, one after the other. And then COVID, it did impact us. So downside was it did impact us and slow down the business for a certain period of time. But COVID actually accelerated it, gave it the push, which was required. Yeah. Yeah, no, interesting. And and maybe as a, as a sort of final question, Care, with your experience and sort of also, again, that, that journey with multiple World Trade Centers in, 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 a, in a vast market, what, what, how would you describe the ideal World Trade Center? What is that for you? For me, I actually breathe and sleep and everything World Trade Center. <laughs> <laughs> for World Trade Center. But largely from the fact that not only is it a business hub, but because of the services, we can make a lot of impact and difference, not only in the region and the communities, but at every level. Like when I did, I mentioned that whether it's women empowerment, whether it's the grassroots level, whether it's pink collars, whether it's blue collars, you know, we have everything to offer for everyone and make a difference in, in everyone being in the community, all this stakeholders. So World Trade Center is just not a concept. It is actually where the world actually should center around World Trade Center. Yeah, that's a good, that's, that's a, this is a good quotable uh, moment. Sir. It's, it's a new, I mean, see in Noida, we are the nucleus for the electronic city. The World Trade Center Noida is the nucleus around which the entire electronic city is coming around. The policies which the government has come up, the warehousing policy, the data center policy, the electronic policy. Can you imagine that UP, uh, the world, because of World Trade Center and the initiatives that World Trade Center Noida played, the IT policy, which was at one time considered to be one of the most important sectors, has become a part of the electronic policy rather than the other way around. Yeah, yeah, than the other way around. It's interesting. Yeah, good point. Well, good. Well, thank you. And and before wrapping it up, I always like to ask a, a sort of a, a final question. Like, here, is there anything you can share with us here that you oh, have, good have not shared, stories but that you have about. much, but that you have not shared before? That's the that's I, the key here. Oh, good millions of stories. But the most important one, I mean, something which really touches my heart is uh, the difference that we have made in amongst the women community, especially in real estate. We have been, the World Trade Center um, across India have been advocating 
uh, women leadership. And we have, especially in real estate, we see a very few women uh, leaders in, in the real estate community. We're trying to bring and encourage women in the real estate community. And we're, we've set up an accelerator. We've set up a, uh, a, an association for women where they come together, help each other. And, and I have been advocating um, them and we, we, we all are helping each other, you know, so we, we, we become a tribe. So I think that <laughs> that is, <laughs> if you know, the women are a tribe and we're really living, living it. And we have been working in communities and providing them with sustainable livelihood uh, under the Make in India campaign, giving them access. So in India, the land of handicrafts and crafts, we're known for that. So we've got artisans who are skilled, but to reskill them, to uh, repurpose, you know, repurpose their skilling and to give access to their products and convert them into entrepreneurs so that they get uh, livelihood, which is with dignity. So that is something that I have been working on and I feel that I'm making a huge difference there. And that is only thanks to World Trade Center. And, and you are here most certainly a role model for many women around the world because uh, as successful as you are, that's that's Thank always 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 something for people to look up to and and knowing that it is possible that it can be done. So, Care, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, Robin. God bless. Take care. If you have any ideas for future episodes, know someone who would be an inspiring guest, or just want to stay apprised of our show, please make sure to connect with our team via email at podcast at WTCA.org. Be sure to head over to podcast.wtca.org and subscribe to the show. We will see you soon.